Hey guys, Third and Still Gaming here with yet another GXG micro episode. On today's episode, I want to talk about the Marvel Avengers game War Table uh, stream. Put the game on the map. This article comes from Game Ramp. Before I get to this article, if you're listening to it on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Anchor.fm, I do appreciate you very much. Make, make sure you share, like, and subscribe. And if you'd like to help us out before, above and beyond that, you can go to Anchor.fm as little as 99 cents. You can help us out there. All right, so the after the years of wondering what kind of game Marvel Avengers was, the War Table stream not only answered your questions, it gave us a reason to care. Square Enix and Crystal Dynamics held a special War Table reveal event for the upcoming Marvel Avengers, revealing new details about what the players can expect from a full game alongside new gameplay. Previously described as a Destiny-style online multiplayer game, the new stream offered a look of the story missions, multiplayer, and a new hub world. Dozens of new hero cost, uh, costumes from decades of comics and a small tease at the game's post-launch support. After years of not knowing what the game was, Marvel Avengers has given players answers after answers, putting the game on many radar. It's got an all-new original story developed by Crystal Dynamics, best known for Tomb Raider 2013 and Rise of Tomb Raider. Uh, Marvel Avengers tells an all-new original story set after the de devastating event that led to the death of Captain America and the end of the team. Heroes have since then outlawed, including uh, the likes of Iron Man, Hulk, Thor, Black Widow, and yet when Miss Marvel learns that AIM, the supervillain MODOK, are experimenting on Inhumans, creating an army of robots called um, Adaptoids, uh, they actually set up the Avengers. She leaves San Francisco to find Earth's mightiest heroes and bring them back together. These villains have been known for about I'm sorry, these villains have been known about for a little while now. Now, however, this is the first time the developers have properly shown them off and talk about their roles in the main story. Now, Heroes Missions vs. Warzone Missions, the face-off against the villains like MODOK and AIM and Taskmaster and Abomination, uh, Marvel's Avengers has multiple types of missions that can all be played entirely solo or with friends. Hero Missions are the name of the, of the campaign missions and will the advanced game main, main storyline and our single-player missions cannot be played in co-op. Now, Hero Missions will sometimes require a specific hero to play and Thor Hero Mission was uh, shown during the stream. For example, these are also have difficult settings that require players to reach a certain level and then have a unique type of challenge called assignments. On the other hand, there are Warzone missions which can play either solo or in a group with up to four players and players can expect to see co-op skills and more here. Players will also have a central hub world called uh, Chimera which is also the uh, which houses the handful of, of, of different vendors and new gear and can be leveled up throughout the story. Using the uh, Chimera War Table, uh, players can select a specific region such as the Hell Carrier Eastern Seaboard or Utah Badlands and choose a Warzone mission, each with their own objective challenges and rewards. All missions are grounded in story and are given out by fan favorites like Jarvis, uh, Maria Hill, Hank Pym, or Nick Fury, and many more. Now. Move sets, heroic moves, and finishers, if uh, in the Marvel Avengers combat is customized by the same degree of cosmetics, allowing players to tailor the game to their own unique playstyle. Each of the core heroes will have a basic light and heavy attacks called primary attacks, as well as more devastating or more advanced signature attacks that are specific to the hero called specialty attacks. For example, Thor can unlock a new skill to gain access to move his hammer spin uh, for close quarters or manual targeting for distance now allowing Thor to unlock on multiple enemies when throwing Mjolnir. Okay, so similar to the supers from Destiny 2, heroes also have heroic moves which obtain by using a light heavy attack 
to um, to build up a heroic meter and come with three types, assault, support, and ultimate. Black Widow's assault heroic gave her electric shock projectiles like she has in the Avengers Age of Ultron. Thor's support heroic called a bolt of lightning that would weaken the enemy and made nearby heroes temporary overcharged and invincible. Uh, Thor's ultimate hero uh, heroic called the Bifrost Bridge allows him to teleport to a new location and do maximum damage, which ended up destroying the unbreakable enemy shield. Now, gears, perks, and artifacts. While the combat covers melee range, uh, aerial, and ground moves, the skill points allow players to unlock new moves, combos, and attack upgrades. There's also a whole lot more customization offered with the gear perks and artifacts. Like all other looter shooters type of games, Marvel Avengers has its own loot in the form of gear and uses familiar color coding rarity system. Different pieces of gear will have a different set of perks as well, offering offensive and defensive buffs, special damage types like plasma or gamma, and a status effect like Ant-Man's Pym uh, damage that can, means that Iron Man can shrink enemies with the uh, repulsor cannon. Unfortunately, the artifact system wasn't discussed in detail, but at least one or more system customizations has been shown uh, and no two Captain Americas or Iron Mans will ever be or play the same. Now, one of the things here is heavily advertised from the very start was the character customization, allowing players to dress up their heroes in different costumes from the character's history in the comics. Now, just like the gear and skill, each hero's dozens of unique outfits unlock, including Iron Man's original Sin armor, Iron Man's invincibility armor, Thor's Donald Blake, Alter Ego street clothes, and Hulk's Joe Fix-It outfit, which essentially is Grey Hulk dressed in the uh, Mafia suit and tie. Now, players will also be able to customize their characters in a couple of other unique ways outside of the hero's outfit. Other form of cosmetic customization shown to reveal include emotes and nameplates similar to Call of Duty's title system. Cosmetic items such as outfits, emotes, and nameplates can be obtained as loot drops from leveling up heroes through the completing specific missions with the story or through the in-game store as microtransactions. Now, at the end of the stream, uh, Square Enix and, and Crystal Dynamics reaffirm that Marvel's Avengers post-launch content will be free to all players. So far, that includes new story content, new regions to explore, and most importantly, brand new playable heroes that will expand the launcher roster. Although nothing specific has been announced yet, it was confirmed that the additional details will follow in the coming months for upcoming public beta, as well as the first post-launch Marvel hero, Ant-Man. Now, earlier this week, Crystal Dynamics confirmed that Marvel Avengers will become on a PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X, and that the free upgrade will be available at launch, promising technical enhancements such as 4K graphics and 60 frames per second. Gameplay on the next-gen console for those uh, that are looking to pick up the game when it releases in September, there's a complete list of every Marvel Avenger pre-order bonus and special edition currently available for purchase. After all, the War Table stream may have convinced many to do just that. Marvel Avengers releases on PC, PS4, Stadia, Xbox One on September 4th, and PS5 and Xbox Series X versions are in development. Now, my total thoughts here for this is I'm getting more excited. I know I did one of these yesterday, but this really goes into what they showed. I think Crystal Dynamics is doing a fantastic job, and I've always said that if a game looks like Destiny, but you have a different IP around it, it would be a much better game. Now, again, I'm not saying that this game is going to be better than Destiny. What I'm saying is that I think they've learned from Destiny and Warframe and Division and many other games that have come before it to 
hone in on what was good from those games and put it into this game itself. Um, I think overall, I think it looks great. I'm, I want to get my hands on it. I want to play it a little bit. I'll probably pre-order, even though I don't pre-order. What I'm saying to you is I'll probably pre-order on PlayStation because I think the PlayStation gets it early access before Xbox does so I can play it and then give you my real thoughts when I do play it. Um, once the once I do play it for the early beta, I will return it, and I'm not playing it on PlayStation. I'm actually playing it on Xbox because that's where my friends are. And then when I get an Xbox Series uh, X down the road, I can upgrade for free to that. I think the leveling process in this game is good. The difficulty I like, where you can change the actual difficulty of the actual uh, the level where in other games they kind of mess this up. Division actually does a really good job where you can change uh, the world events and stuff like that to, to be it more challenging. It seems like you can do that in this game as well, so that's a thumbs up there. The gear itself, uh, you're, you're grinding for it. I'm assuming that you can get certain perks from certain things, certain uh, artifacts from certain areas on the map. I do like how all the, all the stories and all the war zones and storylines are all different stories for each of the characters. I think that's pretty cool. Uh, I really do think there's going to be a replayability here. Just be fact of just the characters themselves. If each character plays different, which it does seem like they are, it'll be interesting to see once they add another like flying character, right? Or another person that has sort of the same abilities in the game and how are they going to differ from, from the others? It'd be nice to see how they do that in the future. Again, this is a, an endless supply of content that can be coming in. If you listen to the Generation X Gaming podcast, you heard me say that they have 80 years to pull from and they already have backstories and they already have stuff. So people that are coming in that don't really know the backstories of them, you can, you'll can you find out enough in the game. And if they bring other characters in, that's just more stuff to grind for. Not only are you grinding the character to get up levels, and unlock the perks and unlock the artifacts and unlock the gear. But once you're done with that character, then you have another character to do. So there's a lot of different things. I think the repeatable process is really good because every time you play the mission, if you go back to that same mission with a different character, it'll be a completely different type of style because of the way that you're playing. I don't know what you guys think. Is this a game that you're looking forward to? Did this event, if you did see the video footage of, of uh, Marvel Avengers, is this making you interested in it are you going to go out and buy it are you going to hold off and wait until your favorite uh youtuber or content creator plays it and tells you what they think are you going out on day one buying it or are you waiting for the new systems to come out let me know in the comment section down below hit us up on 30instillgaming.live down at the bottom hit me up with an email also you can hit me up on twitter at 30instillgaming and if you want to watch us live you can come to twitch.tv slash 30instillgaming as always, I appreciate every single one of you listening. Please share, like, and subscribe, and I'll see you on the next one.